All right, so welcome to Front Page Pass, brought to you by Word Journeys. I am your host, Alexa, and we are here with our podcast producer, Trevor, and also a really awesome author that we happen to meet at the horror convention in Nashville. So, John Wayne, Um, and he's done quite a few. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, well, he's done quite a few works, Um, just to list a few, uh, and Hell Followed, which was a collaborative effort between uh, you and various authors to depict the biblical apocalypse, death packs, and left-hand paths, Mage of the Hellmouth. And the cycle, and many more. So it's good to be with you. Yeah, Glad exactly. You. Exactly. Um, Thanks, guess, thanks for having me, guys. I guess first thing we'll start 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 off is how did your journey into writing become a thing? Uh, I, I I checked out your site a couple of days ago, and I saw that you do a lot of stuff. But what got you into writing? Like, did you just see it like as another outlet for your media, or have you always been into it? Um, well, I've been writing all my life. Um, I was, uh, I was always, I was always good at writing, like as a kid, and I just right. liked to read and write a lot as like a young child. And like, I was all, I was a young child, and uh, I would just write stories and shit. And uh, I just kept doing it and get, I would, that's where I excelled in school. And I didn't really like not the classic like I hated school but I certainly didn't want to go to college but when I was there like the only thing I was good at was writing so I found out that I could get a degree in that so I just took those classes because I could get A's in them but uh so I've just been writing like like since I was a kid but uh professionally um professionally for like probably five and a half years if you want to say that but like that's that that, that's like ton like many years of submitting without being published professionally before that right Um, and that's a whole process in itself i mean good god um yeah so is that kind of what uh you so kind of like what led into the segue of you know whenever you decided you wanted to make a career out of it exactly um where it went from something that i guess was a hobby or something you were you were good at as you said as a child so what what kind of led to that transition into you know this is what i want to do with my life yeah. exactly uh well man i've always like been i've been i played in bands for mm-hmm. all my life like 20 years you know plus years playing in all kinds of bands and doing music and being on stage and performing in all kinds of capacities um but again like just playing music and and writing music and writing stories just kind of went uh hand in hand for me so i would like be done with practice or be done playing guitar or whatever and just start writing a story and and go that way but you know i mean the music industry is like is, is a tough fucking industry too like you know yeah you yeah. guys know that um so it's just like you know i'm good at this too you know maybe this is gonna be better for me or, or whatever and i just uh had a talent for it so i just dug into it and uh and what was that did i answer the question i, yes. I no know. you answered the question yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're good you're good yeah and uh, and, uh you kind of answered a uh a question that i had uh but if you wanted to build off of it more if you want but outside of writing yeah. do you have any other inspiration that you get for your books like other than music or is music main or is music like your main avenue um did what do I get inspiration for my books from my music or, or like, like, uh, like out, out, outside of writing like, do, okay. like does your lifestyle inspire you does other outside things inspire or, or do you mainly just have to sit down and like and brainstorm about it oh I I mean I guess I get inspired by a lot of the things you could say um okay I uh I am like from a story from starting a story 
point of view, like just as a, mm-hmm. to start there. Um, I mean, I am constantly on the road and I meet tons of people and exp- have like all these awesome experiences and live like, you know, this is Halloween, like every single fucking day of my life. Oh, and I make, yeah. I, and I make it look glamorous. I know, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of hard work as well. Right, it's always yeah. grinding. So I'm taking all these experiences in as I'm going and yeah, I'll use little things like that to inspire me. So, sometimes you'll just, somebody will just say like one fucking thing and you're like, yeah. Oh, it kind of gotta, sets it I got to write that down. I got to write that down. Right. Kinda but a lot of, but a lot of times when I'm writing like a long, I sit down to, to work on a work, my work in progress, that's like something longer. I, I, I don't typically outline any, I'm not really mm-hmm. a big outline guy. I've done outlines before. I, I use different methods like John Skip's note card method. And mm-hmm. all of those things are great. They just don't work for me necessarily. I'm kind of like a, I like to write by the seat of my pants as some as myself and others have said, where I'll just start a sentence and be like this could be a short story or this could be 50,000 words and let's yeah. just yeah, kind of go with and the just, creative flow more or less yeah yeah uh, I completely yeah, it, understand because a it, lot of people yeah. go ahead sorry <laughs> no go ahead go ahead I'm sorry I was saying because a lot of people it's either one or the other they either like to you know stick to a pretty strict regiment on you know writing like you said you were talking about just outline every single detail and you know I've always been kind of the same way as a yeah. writer like just kind of free-flowing and then you know characters build from there story builds from there so as long as you have like a concept kind of run with it that's just kind of what works for you yeah and I, I take notes as I go you know I, right. I have all these note apps in my phone <clears throat> google keep it's not branded content but it's just an excellent app to take notes in and mm-hmm. uh you know and I have a billion notebooks around me like uh like you would think but yeah I'm just writing down the things in there constantly and and i'll take notes as i'm going like oh dude remember to put this in this thing mm-hmm. that you're right yeah you know i'll be walking my dogs and i'll talk talking to my phone you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and just so, like dictate like what i'm doing but yeah but other than that i just kind of sit and i'll get so in kind of engaged in what i'm doing i just oh i know what i'm doing just go with this with the idea mm-hmm. until i kind of like i'm done for the day and I like to leave like the writing at the end of the day with like, I'm done writing today, but I know exactly where I'm going to pick it up tomorrow. So mm-hmm. no fucking excuses, you know, like, <laughs> oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Go so yeah, exactly. So you, you make know? sure to stay disciplined. Yes. Obviously, I, as many books as you put out, that's, that's pretty eh. obvious, I would say. Well, I do put out, but I am disciplined because that like, that's one of the only things I'm, uh, I'm good at, I think, mm-hmm. is being, being disciplined. Um, <laughs> uh like uh, i threw that put out joke in there D- didn't land oh, but let's keep it, it in no no let's it keep it in with a few people let's keep you. that in okay, because yeah, because so, that, so. these we'll are that in. yeah these are the we'll these are the golden we'll moments a, we'll keep it an awkward silence yeah. and Trevor just have this camera pan in on you and it's like <laughs> the, mm-hmm, there yeah, is a uh, the joke <laughs> there's a, uh, a, a, a explicit option for youtube i'll just do that there you go yeah, yeah. we'll upload the explicit yeah. version exactly. oh, am i not supposed to cuss on this oh no it's not oh, a kid show. oh no you're, 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 you're perfectly you're fine you're, you're, you're okay you're, okay you're fucking fine yeah 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 leave yeah you're fucking fine you're god not, damn right to cuss. we'll have to bleep him out he's the host we're journeys we're gonna hold us to a higher standard i'm joking exactly i'm Hey anyway. man, I'm the artist. They gotta hang, dude. Don't <laughs> cancel them. Um, oh yeah. So I gotta ask, what in- ignited your intrigue in the horror genre itself? Is this something you've okay. liked since you were, you know, a kid, or something that kind of evolved over time? Um. Well, it's it. It came like I I saw that question, uh, and I was like, I I, I think about this sometimes. I, I think about it a lot, and I've talked about mm-hmm. it different times. You know, like I think my my 
love for horror and passion for it came out of uh being like like don't don't look at that don't you better not look at that and i you know i my when i was a kid i grew up you know my mom was very religious and kept a lot of things you yeah. know from us and not only was it like don't watch that it was like the the scariest you know fucking thing ever is the church just like scaring you to death like you're gonna go to hell and if you do this and shit and like that terrified me <laughs> until like i got older and i was like oh i don't have to be controlled by fear this is pretend anyway but it yeah. like even mo moved me more to that stuff to check out like oh and i you know the older i got i would peek behind the curtain of horror and watch you know shit on like usa up all night or whatever i yeah. could get and but the things like my favorite horror movie of all time is the gate um and that one's just cool because these kids play this metal record backwards and mm -hmm. they open the portal to hell and they're home alone when it happens and they have to close the portal and then they like think they do but they don't and that like anything <laughs> to do with like like you put rock and roll and like the devil in anything and i'm like yeah like, that's it that's it <laughs> moth to the flame yeah. basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's like there's a then you look at like stuff I write and there's well yeah you you're like yeah I could see that because I yeah. do a lot of things like that. I was gonna like ask that, about cult. that too. Um, yeah. You know, are you kind of writing for the horror? You know, in the horror genre, like are you able? You feel like you're able to get away with more and kind of push those boundaries, so to speak. You know, and I like you said you talked about your childhood and yeah. being really a re really religious upbringing. So you feel like you know now you kind of want to push it to the max, or um, is that kind of your thought process going into it? You feel like that the horror genre gives you a chance to explore. You know what other genres really wouldn't because like i said a lot of really cut and dry or yeah. kind of cookie cutter so to speak so well it's uh, i mean horror is, is genre fiction in itself so like right that lends its the genre fiction will lend itself to you being able to you know play on all sorts of of exactly. you know uh intensities i guess i i started to like go back a little bit when I first cut my teeth was in bizarro fiction that's where I first started okay. getting stuff published I got I was very interested in bizarro fiction in like uh, 2010 through 2011 I started getting into it and discovering it through a, through an author Jeremy Robert Johnson who's excellent and like now is amazing mm -hmm. professional uh author and uh so I I was into that and I I went to uh, I started reading that stuff and that's I was also at a period where I was writing all these stories and I didn't know what to do with them I would just write these stories and be like I don't know where this goes there's nothing like I worked for the Texas Review Press at Sam Houston State University eat em up cats where I went to okay, college cool. it's, a, it's a publishing house it's a literary press that still works but like I was looking at things from that point of view I'm like no one wants this story about a fucking you know bleeding building or some crazy shit like that like where does this go and I found Bizarro and then it, it clicked and I was like this is where this goes and so I started discovering all of these presses and imprints that put out Bizarro fiction which is like horror sci-fi abstract absurd all right. wrapped together and can be all of these things and it can be you know tremendously artistic and moving and absolute shit um <laughs> one or the more, other there's no in between huh more than more, uh, more often than not unfortunately now it's it's not as good but there's some really really great uh bizarro stuff out there and that's how i got in and then i i was like okay this now i could find you know i learned how to feel my way through getting things published by you know going to this event called bizarro con and then you know meeting these people and then communicating with them and seeing mm -hmm. how this all worked and putting it all together and from that i got branched into like okay i'm gonna write this kind of horror i don't want to 
right bizarro but to to answer your question uh to go back to circle back to 15 minutes ago you're uh, fine <laughs> you, you said uh does it offer you um like you know the avenues like get all to the to go to the extreme or not like yes it does like there's a lot of like you know horrors like metal there's a million subgenres. Exactly. Like, yeah yes yeah uh, we got grind and uh sleep grind and shoegaze grind sleep <laughs> and uh grind. uh yeah <laughs> we have jazz so, core everything you know yes yeah, yeah so metal, like you know exactly horror is exactly like that i mean it really yeah. is there's yeah. there's all kinds of like different uh you know subgenres, but there's extreme horror i don't necessarily write in the extreme horror mm. uh vain i don't think i'm not really an extreme horror author i'm more of like a twilighty zone you know mind bendy mm. type of thing but like you know my uh you know good friend and amazing horror author christopher triana like he mm. writes extreme horror very well not all of his stuff is extreme horror but that's he's known for that a lot yes. and he, he like does it amazingly um like shane mckenzie is another one that writes really great uh extreme horror and yeah, you can start reading like if you start there, like read some of that stuff, read some anthologies like DOA one, two, three, and, and that kind of shit, you'll be like, oh God. <laughs> when you read yeah, stuff, when you when you read something and, and you're you're reading it and you feel like not just dirty for reading it, you feel like, I think I might get arrested after I read the book. <laughs> like like when you have that you feeling. You, you know that like okay shit they, they know how to do this you know what i mean so yeah What's so the, they, um, yeah. we could talk about but, one of the most recent books that you've yeah. you've put out if you like so, you know just some of your books in general that you'd like to sure. you know chat about if you'd like to yeah yeah shoot what um, <laughs> <laughs> we could talk some about uh death packs and left hand paths if you'd like yeah either one death packs is a. Uh, you know that was the first book that i had out, come out on grindhouse press okay um and that one was like, I was, it kind of straddles the, the bizarro and, and horror angle, like uh, where I was at the time, because it's got a little bit of everything that I do in there, some humor and, you know, occult shit and, and uh, some horror stuff. But uh, that's that's a, a great book that I, I, I have sold a lot of those. And I'm really proud of that one, because being on Grindhouse Press was like a huge accomplishment just uh, to get accepted to them. I was like, oh, shit, man. Like, I rem <laughs> like I, I you know, fuck where I was on 9-11. I remember when I got the email from Carrie being like, uh, you got accepted. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, and I know exactly where I was. So so it's like um, that was that's really cool. So that book has always got a special uh, place for me. Are, is there someone holding a gun to your head off camera like you keep looking up, up there someone's like uh telling you like don't do I? don't look don't look yeah our administrator she is she has one. Oh, okay erin so. you have one job she's like <laughs> she is get yeah, him a, get him a, back on topic get him back on topic. To, she has to keep us on task so <laughs> funny That's uh hilarious. the the last You're the first um, person to mention that probably not the first person to thank it so Oh, like I told you, I'm I'm dumb. I just uh, that reminds me of like, that. That, I was, that uh, was funny as hell, though. Yeah, it was funny. The the at uh, virtual Killer Con, um, 2020, I was on. Uh, uh, the only panel I was on was like drugs and writing. Like, and I was like, what? Wait, Why what? am I? I'm on this one. Like, uh, and I was like, okay. And I was actually in a hotel room that weekend the, the the con was canceled this was during like fucking covid and all crazy shit but you could still yeah. get a room and i went and got a room just to like 
get away for a weekend and mm -hmm. and just in like still in Houston and just like I'm gonna write and I'm gonna do this and uh, I'm gonna I'll do my panel from there and I like first night just got absolutely hammered play I was playing guitar like I was Axl Rose in my room just like oh, gosh. <laughs> just like singing I was Instagram living you know I was just, gonna ask did, did this go live yeah. people get yeah. to oh see yeah this? It's on. It's still on my Instagram, and I think I'll I started. Check this out. I don't know. Start in the bathroom, I believe. If you see, like, hey, I'm here, and I'm like, <laughs> just singing, and like my buddy Nick came came up, and you know, what we just stayed doing? up all night. <laughs> <it> off now. <laughs> no, we stayed kidding. up all night drinking, and like I've I've told this story on my podcast before, That's and so like funny. maybe like uh, you know a little uh, extracurricular activities that kept me you. way up way into the wee hours, and then I got I, I slept for a half an hour and got up, and I was like I got to do this panel. Oh, <laughs> forgot about that. I was like I guess this is why I'm on the drug panel, huh? Uh so but I was sit we're on it and Irony. we're just talking and talking and talking about like experiences. It's me, John Skip, Lisa, uh Cantrell from uh Clash, mm -hmm. a couple other people. And the administrators like down here in the corner and I can see him like doing like something and he's like typing mm -hmm. and ignoring us. He's like, "Guys, guys, can I interrupt you for a second? Um, okay, I'm getting uh, from our producer that's listening. Says, get them back on topic about writing. Tell them oh. to stop, <laughs> stop talking about drugs. And we're like, we're, this is called the drug panel. Like, it's in the name. <laughs> so that, that was funny. Um, that just reminded me of that. That is pretty funny. Do you have a whole lot of trouble during the pandemic uh, as far as oh, the yeah. live events are concerned? Because I know you like to, you know, travel and do a lot of those. So I don't know if you had much trouble with that. Oh yeah, I, my. Tire and switching skip. to virtual, it seems like it yeah. would be kind of odd as well, but yeah. I'm not sure. Did you kind of, did you nail it or have trouble with it? Um, well, I had, I mean, like everybody's whole year got canceled. I had like a right. year's worth of con dates that were canceled and moved and continuously bumped and, mm -hmm. you know, as things went on. But uh, I start, I, I mean, I started going out to do like local stuff when they would let mm -hmm. us around October and like then in the end of October I was like in Vegas doing a convention like I was like fuck this oh, okay mm -hmm. um so I did travel when I could and like within guidelines of being safe uh virtu the virtual cons and like virtual readings and that kind of stuff it it's never for me like I I, I just I want to say like they'll they'll get it it'll get to where it's like a cool thing but right now i don't i mean for me personally if i'm sitting in a room listening to people read or or watching a panel like i'm in the room like i can't do anything but at my computer with this shit well right. i'm fucking i'm smoking bowls i'm like hey Vinny, get in here yeah this guy you know i'm all up and down you know i i can't just yeah too many distractions yeah, i guess like, and that's yeah, in that kind of setting, I see what you're. And that's about. on me more than anything else, but it's just not the same, you know. I like to yeah. be in person more than. Gotcha. I think they'll nail it down. A lot of those like events had to really improvise too, and they just kind of went the virtual route. Which there are quite yeah. a few that have had to, that have made it work. You know, some of the bigger events, but you know, for the most part, it's just kind of a kind of a matter of authors in general having to adapt. You know, as well as the ones that put on yeah. these events. So. Yeah, and and they did like the, everyone that was putting on like virtual cons did like. Mm -hmm awesome jobs you know in the on the fly trying to put them together mm -hmm. it's just one of those things where like it'll get there i think if they want to keep doing them one thing that was weird is like doing virtual vending that some of these ones would have like mm -hmm. a, it's a weekend of like vending from the the whatever page you know and oh like, okay okay i, 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 I have a person i have a website 
store like what am i going to do like basically it was sending like a, a link up for them to have on their website for them to click that would take them back to my website where they would buy the stuff and i'm like what am i doing it's a little why, why? that yeah. makes no yeah. sense it, yeah. yeah it's all that the work act, it makes good. no sense but but it's i think it was one of those like we're gonna get together and promote each other and it'll be great you know and we'll all be on this page and like that yeah, yeah we'll see <laughs> yeah anyway, so those kind of things are just kind of weird yeah i got you i was gonna ask but, uh, uh yeah sometimes you know, they work. since it's predominantly uh you know like a podcast for most mostly authors and you know writers and readers that do watch it so i was gonna ask specifically and i like to ask uh different people we have on about the publishing process itself because you know aspiring yeah. authors in particular um you know tend to just go to the point that they lose their inspiration for it because it, like i said it can be a pretty dog eat dog world yeah after, you know? oh yeah Oh, and yeah. it's a difficult process. So I was kind of curious about, um, you know, what it was like for you. I mean, you know, years of struggle. I mean, did you, what did you do exactly? Did you try to like seek out an agent? I know you've self-published a few books, haven't you? And um, no, I actually have not self-published self -published at all. None at, at all. Okay. No. So you just, no, you have a publisher um, for each book. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, and not, no, no, I don't say that to be like, oh, look at me. Um, that's just no, how no. it went. Like, um, so yes, it is. It's a grind. Like, first mm -hmm. of all, if you're like, going to be like, seriously, like, I'm going to be a writer, like you, I, I have certain things that I believe, like, yes, I think you have to write every day. Mm -hmm. I think you have to, like the discipline stuff that I do. But as far as like, getting published, it's, it's uh, like in the arts and like in music, there's a lot of rejection. Mm -hmm. that yeah, it's just a part of it. It's just rolled into mm -hmm. it. You're not, you're not as cool as you think you are get <laughs> yeah. that in your head from the start like right then mm -hmm. and and go and that's i i like to call it the uh, a cat like a callus that you build up like one of the calluses is Absolutely. rejection because you, you have to get to a point where you know it's happening but you cannot take it personally you cannot let it just yeah. be mm -hmm. this devastating demoralizing thing every time you get a rejection because that's probably what's going to happen 99 mm -hmm. out of a hundred times, you know, un until, you know, you build, you keep you going, everything like builds on a foundation. you know, you start, like when I started submitting stuff, I keep, I still have it. I keep it up to date to, to this day, this mm -hmm. huge uh, Excel spreadsheet document that I set up where it is everything that I've submitted, like the mm -hmm. date, where, where it goes, the site, da, 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 and then it's just like accept, reject, and then all, all the stuff. But like, dude, it, it just goes like reject, 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 for like <laughs> just 200 we'll lines for forever, forever. And then until it gets to like one, like accept, and then like, accept. But, uh, and it's hard at first. I'm not saying that I was like, oh, that's all right. I'll, I'm fine. I'll mm -hmm. keep going. No, it does suck. It, it is hard, um, but it's just like, you got to keep going. And that's like mm -hmm. what you said uh, earlier about people losing their inspiration or, you know, or getting discouraged. And that's just one of those things you have to plow through. Mm -hmm. it, it's like the thing that kills most people uh, doing things that they want to do Absolutely. is they, they give up. They just give yeah. up. Like you just can't give up. That's like the main thing. You 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 you, you kind of have to take it like as a challenge and not a letdown. Exactly, and and and, and take and look at it like this. Just because uh, it's rejected doesn't mean it's bad. It means it's exactly. Not bad. Yeah. Exactly. And 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 you know, unless it is bad, then make it better. No, but you yeah. will get better. Like as far as like the more you do it, like anything, like learning an instrument, like it all builds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all that exactly. Stuff builds on it. It's an opportunity. On it, so 
it's an opportunity to, you know, like uh, improve your writing skills, yeah. essentially. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's I, like, I, oh, good. Sorry. Uh, I do have a question, and it's like in my head, it doesn't sound like that big of a question, but I'm curious about your thoughts. Um, have you ever had an, an, an idea, whether it's a character, a world, or just a story itself, that didn't make it onto paper? That, you, that like, didn't make it onto paper? Like, like you were like, oh, this looks good, but, but, but whenever you go to put it into writing... So just, it just didn't work at the time? Yeah. Maybe something you'd you know, recycle and you know, yeah. revisit later on, I guess? Does oh, that happen all dude. the time, or is that a rare case? um it happens a lot like it's okay. um i figured it wouldn't be that big <laughs> i i uh no i've talked about this before because there's there have been matt like, i mean there have been like whole novels i've written that are just like that's not going anywhere like you know and okay. i like uh the, the most recent example i would say like i i wrote uh a splatter western for death's head press uh i just finished writing it you know it'll come out next year uh -huh. in that second in the second wave but I sat down to write this thing three different times before I actually wow. wrote it. In that I wrote okay. 30,000 words of this, what I thought my story was gonna be. And I was like, this kind of sucks. <laughs> and I went back and rewrote it from the, like uh, trying to like refine it all out. And I was like, this sucks too. And then I threw it all <laughs> away again. And I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it from the point of view of these two characters instead. And I wrote another 30,000 words and I was like, this, this is just <laughs> like abandoned ship. So that's like, yeah, that's. So you know, is that like the same idea behind the bleeding building thing that you were talking about? Yeah. I mean, you like writing every, like I said, writing every day, it's easy. Yeah. Some days it's hard as hell. Some days yeah. like if, you can struggle to write like a sentence sometimes and that's good enough like that's better than not doing anything you know and it, it keeps you doing it you know and you, you want to try to build you know set a goal for yourself every day all that kind of stuff but you may write like this you may be like oh fuck yeah dude i feel so good this morning da -da -da -da. oh my god sunshine flies out of my ass when i'm writing this this is amazing <laughs> and then you know it, yeah. it's like 10 pages and you're like hey honey it's time for school no mom i'm on a roll here you know call me yeah. Steve. <laughs> retire we're gonna and they go and you go through this whole thing and then you look at it like the next day and you're like oh shit and it's a it's a oh, pile of steaming, yeah. steaming pile of shit however all that time all that writing there may be one sentence in there that that you're like okay this this is let me pull this out or just a nugget of an idea that yeah. is like is in there and you're like oh, okay so you have to like wade through all this shit to get to the good stuff like you yeah. have to you have to do scales for hours at you know with the with the metronome before you can start ripping up you know you know absolutely solos and all that kind of stuff that's you know a perfect I mean? example yeah i've uh i've i've like going off of writing for just a, a, a second like as a video pro producer i've had like an idea to where i can make it at home i wrote down the outline the the, the shots and i recorded it all in that same day then then i edited it and i exported it while i was uh, asleep woke up the, the next day and, re and rewash it just to make sure everything was good to go i'm like and then at that point i was like why did i have this idea <laughs> <laughs> like oh man did i set this to auto oh i did oh yeah, yeah. i've done that oh, so many uh, times like that's funny like i'll i'll i'll, I'll schedule it and then, I, then i'll be like you 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 know what i don't think it already has 100 views okay never mind <laughs> <laughs> 
So I can't think of the the author who said this, but you know, do you adhere by the whole um, what is it? Write drunk, edit sober, sort of thing. Do you, we, do you go by that did, because that tends to really help with uh, we we inspiration if you're having a writer's block. I would say any kind of substance, yeah. you know. I suppose is it something you do? I, I don't know who said that. Um, I had to look I, it up. I, I suppose that you could do that. I I. Uh, I don't know. Um, that's one of those things that it's different for every writer. Like right. I, I, you know, the, there's no, I don't hide it. I smoke weed like for a living on the internet. Like, you know, so I'm always smoking weed and I yeah. just do because it's a part of my lifestyle. It's, it helps me mm. to deal with this reality. It's like, a, a, you know, it's what I need to, to live. So just get lay off of me, man. Are you guys cops? Come on. No. Um, we are. But yeah, so I always am <laughs> doing that. But I don't block down from your house yeah. right now. <laughs> Damn, that, that van that says like flowers by, yes. you know, it's that's where outside. we're recording from, actually. Yeah, this backdrop is we, we, we are the asking truck that's down the road. <laughs> See you in 10 minutes. Um, I, I, I do that. I, I will have some beers if I, you know, sometimes I'm, I mainly will drink beers when I'm playing guitar. That just kind of hmm. lends itself. But however, with that, with writing, with playing guitar, with drawing, I don't need to have like anything to do those things and i like to okay. make that clear because i'm always like people like you know perception is reality a lot of times like, Man, this guy's high all the time and you're right i am but i'll like i don't have to be high to write or, or play, yeah. play music i'll sit down mm -hmm. in the, the morning and write for several hours completely sober you know but then i'll go back and get high and write again it doesn't it doesn't matter like it's the same thing with a lot of like uh triana and i have this thing about listening to music when you write and edit like you know he has a, a certain belief on it and i have a certain belief on it and like uh i like to listen to music there's certain things i like to listen to when i'm writing or, or put on absolutely uh, that help the process like and I, and I listen to a lot of records because i collect vinyl you could see like probably all this yeah stuff back. yeah but i i talk about that a lot because it, it it helps uh, sometimes just uh the active experience of having to get up flip that record sit back down exactly. is like a reset sometimes that you need when you're writing yeah uh now it can be viewed as a disruption and, I, and it can be but if you're like in the if you're like catching the spirit or whatever then mm -hmm. just don't touch the record you know keep going but yeah. it, you know sometimes if you're kind of plodding along that helps reset you and you get up you do that kind of like, give you like a slight yeah. break i guess you know and if you're as disciplined as you are you wouldn't have any trouble yeah. with that so um, i was curious are you currently writing on anything new any new projects in the works yeah um well <clears throat> talk a little uh, bit about those if you can without uh you know giving too much away yeah exactly yeah Absolutely. Well, um, I do have some things already like uh, signed, coming out, done. Um, the next book uh, that will be coming out, I have is called The Cadillac Man. And it's going to be out from Death's Head Press sometime before okay. the end of this year. And it's what it's the thing I wrote this over the, the pandemic. This was like when the time when people were like, either I can't do anything. I'm crippled by fear or like I must hmm. do everything like I was already home like I was already working like doing stuff You're so like, not, not a lot changed <laughs> I'm like where the hell like Bill Hicks where the hell is all this happening out there yeah but, exactly so it's this <laughs> massive like yeah. Yeah. nice Fuck. can somebody get Ted Turner laid so I can get some good news around here um <laughs> 
but yeah, this it's what I wrote over the pandemic time. It's like it's the, my longest work. It's one hundred like thirty thousand ish words. <laughs> I, 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 she's dead. She's dead. This laughing. is the first time. This yeah. has never happened. She is like over here croaking. She's laughing so hard. I love. She never loses Bill Hicks composure. So Bill Hicks is from from Houston. She put Houston. the gun down and she's laughing now. So. Oh, I told you. I told you I'd get you guys out of this. You know? Hell yeah. You're standing there hold, right. holding up today's paper and shit. Like, please help us. It's the date. <laughs> uh, hilarious. It's like nod your head twice to to the right. Blink twice, yeah. right? More code. More code yeah, to your eye. Yeah. You got her over here. She was like, these guys, are, these guys are blinky, man. I have a good <laughs> podcast, but they sure blink a lot, man. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Um, um, so the Cadillac Where man. Where were we? Yes, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it's uh, like 130,000 word, my longest like thing to date. It's very long. Um, and it's uh, kind of broken into three parts. And uh, it's very cool and, you know, deals with evil and uh, an overarching theme and uh, nothing okay. is good and uh, the indiscriminate uh, nature of of things that happen so um it's pretty cool it's pretty cool no i'm i'm proud of it, it it'll be out later and it, it'll be like you know this doorstop of a book so hey get it and put it by your door if you don't like it or it'll keep you warm in the in the winter um like i mentioned my my splatter western um you know i that's finished yes. that'll come out next year uh tentatively titled <clears throat> all of your dreams will come true when you're dead uh, which I believe that's. I love that. That's good. I love that. <laughs> we used to. It came from. Uh, I used to. One of the bands I used to play in was called Letters to Voltron, and uh, I think the song is probably on YouTube and at, like on Spotify and shit. But we had a song called All of Your Dreams Will Come True When You're Dead, and the, all it was just like all of this kind of guitar and, and rhythm and shit going on, and mm-hmm. I, I just would say, "Do me in the salon," like all like in the background, and then we hit this fucking heavy chorus and just say all of your dreams will come true when you're dead and uh that's always stuck with me and last last night we were trying to figure out like me and nick p were like writing down all these words like keywords we're like we gotta find i want to find something cool to call this fucking thing man we're just going through all (laughs) the stuff and then we land on like how about all my all your dreams come true when you're dead and that's like that's it for sure let's do it so that'll that'll be coming out but I did. I am working on something new. That was something I started. Like, <clears throat> I'm done with this western. Now I'm gonna sit here and just let my mind go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's like, a, it's kind of like it, it just started as like gonna be a short story about a local legend and these kids going to check it out and this brother trying to scare his little sister. And it just this idea has blossomed into this huge thing. So every day I'm just like, it's gotten a lot longer than uh, I, I intended it to be, and that's what she said. But it's uh, <laughs> probably. Pro- I had to get. Well, I had to get one in there. I love I mean, you, dude. I, love I, let, you. I let my I let. I let a lot of those go by, and I was like, I gotta. I gotta catch that gotta, one. So gotta put one of them in. That's also yeah, what she said. You. That damn it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. also what she said. <laughs> Phrasing. So, so yeah. So I'm working on that right now, and um, I have a short story collection I put together. I'm, I'm cool. you know, gonna chip away at that every once in a while and then get that for something yeah sure so Uh, anything 
Shut up. I'm going first. All right. Fair Any, <laughs> so um, I was going to ask because you talked, you know, obviously you're out on the road, you, you do music and everything. So have any of your experiences, musically speaking, uh, influenced your writing? Anything that are happened kind of crazy or fiction that have fueled things that have happened in your books? Uh, you know, you've taken from real life events or um, just anything, like I said, musically that's influenced you as a writer and uh, or anything in your book specifically? Well, <clears throat> I um. I write for this show. I've been writing for this show in Houston called Grown Up Storytime. Okay. That's a cr creative nonfiction event where like you write a short story about something that happened to you. Like, oh, Jesus, you won't believe it, man. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you submit it. If they accept it, somebody else in the arts performs your story at the show. I, and that they read your story and, you know, and like it'll be a comedian or somebody else that's, you know. So it's a great show. I've done it for over 10 years. It mm -hmm. really saved my life. So saying that. Uh, I've written many stories about experiences on the road uh, from that are actual stories that have been like performed in that. I have this collection that I don't I don't I don't have it on my table anymore, but it's still available called John Wayne Lied to You. Uh, that's 12 non like creative nonfiction stories about nice. stuff from my life. So I I have had many interesting things happen to me on the road and I've written the stories about them. And uh, of course, taking little bits and pieces from that and you know, put them in fiction works and stuff. But um, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> we, have yet to, we have yet to touch on this specific topic yet. So I figured out like, like I would ask, what is your, um, your process in creating a book cover? Do you, do you write a whole story first and then be like, okay, this is what I have to work with. How can I put this into a catchy art? Or, or do you at some point, be like, this imagery would look cool. How can I turn that into a story? Like, what would be your process behind a book cover? Um, that's uh, that's interesting. That's like the do you write the lyrics or the music first uh, type of question. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I just myself, I, I write the the story first. Um, I may have something in my mind, like an image, like you know, it'd be a cool cover. The yeah. the the way that's handled typically is the publisher will to take care of the cover and like oh, you know, okay. gotcha. have a good publisher like they'll, you work together and have like a you know combined vision for for what that is exactly but a lot of times it'll depend on their budget or who they may be already working with a set artist or you know so you don't sometimes it's a little bit out of your control as far as that aspect is but i i like to keep a, a pretty tight grip on how my books look so mm -hmm. I, I i like insist on being just at least in the process the only cover that i've done myself is the cover for as seen on tv just because i was sketching it and i sent it to carrie at grindhouse press and she was like oh yeah do do this keep doing it go for it so right. they, they ended up they ended up using it um but so you, you know need... i do a mm -hmm. bunch of art myself too like my tarot cards and all my banners and stuff like that I... yeah you get you do get to have a lot of creative freedom then, yeah. at least so that's good because a lot yeah. of publishers are just like you know they they won't really give that to their authors but you know particularly bigger ones they're just you know take it and run with it yeah, and do exactly. what they want. so that's that's really cool yeah. that you're able to do that so. yeah yeah uh is it been this um kind of i know you said you've done uh the artwork for that book but is it the same artist that has done the artwork because it seems pretty consistent from uh, the there are there no i think they're all different yeah they're all different art cool. artists um they all kind of know oh well them. I think Carrie's put together a couple of those covers. So maybe she's done a few. Yeah. But like, uh, okay. like Nick Gucker did the art for death packs and left hand paths with mm -hmm. the big, the bat on it and stuff. And he, he's awesome. He's at Nick the hat on Instagram. He's done a lot of comic art and mad magazine and stuff. Um, 
the 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 cover of scummer like with that dumpster uh carrie from the cv hunt that's a watercolor painting that she did for because she had kind of vision she's like i have it's a great idea for the cover and did mm -hmm. this painting that's what the cover is so um so i guess yeah, I just, I have yeah. a couple of things yeah that's pretty cool um what would be your favorite backstory slash idea that you've ever wrote the whether it's a world the story itself or a character like what's your favorite part of any of your books if you had if, if you have one if not then have top three if you have those um backstory well um maybe i guess the sinkhole backstory is pretty funny okay and uh, without spoiling too much do you want to talk about it or do you just want oh yeah no i'll, I'll tell you okay, i know cool. yeah okay, cool. this is, no this is like even in the in the pitch i i, I will okay. tell people a little bit about okay, this but so i live in houston i don't know if uh, we talked about that houston texas mm -hmm. um <laughs> i know you guys you guys are in the van outside so you know that but yes exactly uh, we know where you exactly. live yeah. totally yes yes, yes. <laughs> but uh when uh when hurricane harvey hit and there was all that flooding and crazy shit mm -hmm. i actually had a sinkhole in my backyard after <laughs> the, the thing went like after the Here. the water went down i was like what the hell and i didn't even know like i i kind of like half noticed it but was like <clears throat> doing that thing where i like oh, that's that'll go away like you know and mm -hmm. nick you know nick p my butt nick p is my like best friend he travels everywhere with me mm -hmm. i keep like referencing him he's not like uh my husband or lover or anything okay. but we will get answer. married we will get married in certain uh, uh states if we can get a tax break so definitely we will do that uh, <laughs> well, that but... happens congratulations for power too yeah, exactly so. <laughs> yeah yeah um no he's uh he's my you know he, he goes everywhere with me we've been friends for fucking ever and uh, right. uh he travels with me to cons and helps me and you know help in quotes um but uh he so he was like dude i think that's like a, a sinkhole in your yard and i was like no dude this isn't florida that's not a sinkhole um but we kept watching it and it kept actually this divot just kept getting deeper and deeper and i was like what the fuck man you know like a, you know throw here we go like, the ball and see if the dogs like fall in like they're, like, ah, that's, they're still good they're still good but we would sit like he and i were actually writing for a this this these sketches for a show called neo benchy here in houston these so we had to film these sketches for the show every month and we would meet and write every week and we just started coming up with these ideas and he was like dude what if there's like a bus down there and in, in that hole like it opens up i was like why would there be a bus down there he's like i don't know man what if a fucking bus was down there and shit you know and like <laughs> you know, uh and i was like did you just watch like nightmare on elm street part two and he's like no we should watch that and so we did um and like there's the bus in in that but it, it anyway we, school bus we like segue <laughs> so we segue so much in, in our i when we talk but uh, i took from that little conversation that idea and so what sinkhole is about is a massive hurricane hits east texas 52 mm -hmm. years in the past in the present uh it, back then one of the tornadoes picks up a bus of kids and takes them away they're gone in the present day hurricane it's the same area and this dude has a sinkhole in his backyard it opens up and the bus is down there and the kids oh. climb out to eat for the first time in 52 wow. years so they're good that's, 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 that's awesome Thank, and that, that one just, just came from that yeah, yeah. Real life yeah that just came yeah. from that stupid joke that we made but and that's just a straight horror story it goes over one okay. night that's yeah. so cool that was awesome yeah yeah um uh and this is kind of kind of off topic from writing but still the answer may or may not include the one of your stories i know that you have a lot of tat tattoos on you have you um i know a lot of 
bands will will do it with, with like their f- favorite artists or put like a microphone like on their arm. Do you have a uh, tattoo on you uh, that is based off of like a writing experience that you had or maybe a book or a story? That- maybe even one of your own concepts from your book. Yeah. Um, as far as like writing uh, tattoos go, um, I do have like on my <clears throat> top knuckles. Uh, see that. Yeah. Right now. Right now. <laughs> okay. Like nice. So like, that was like so when you like get start getting your hands tattooed and shit, you're like, okay, we're we're in it now. So you, know, you might <laughs> yeah. get, you're like, there's a see you later, see you later, jobs, and you know. Uh, so I got that because I was like, man, I, I want I, I want to get something cool. Like usually I'm down to get the stupidest shit, man. For real, I've got some dumb tattoos, but they're all awesome. But that that was really something writing because I was, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, what should I be doing? I should be writing now, like right now, like ooh, wordplay, aren't a creative. Um, and then on, on this hand, on my right hand, the uh, other finger knuckle, whatever it says, uh, G-U-S-T. Mm-hmm. That's grown up story time. That story I was uh, the show I told oh, okay. you about. <laughs> that story I wrote time for. Like- yeah, that's what the show is called. So I've, like I said, I wrote for them for so long. It's very important to me. And then on this one, I saved these knuckles until I got this. It's NBAS, uh, which stands for the New Bizarro Author Series, which Eraserhead Press uh, was doing, you know, all these years in a row. And I had submitted to it before I even went to Bizarro Con and met any of these people. I, I had submitted like two years in a row. And then I started submitting. And I finally, when I finally got it uh, accepted into that, like I got that tattooed like that day. Nice. So those are like all my writing related tattoos. But otherwise, like. Okay. Those are awesome though. And, and, and it's, it, it's always scary to me. Like whenever I see finger tattoos because i think they mean business <laughs> yeah Dude, and like you it, said I mean, like, the finger tattoos are becoming more common though it's the yeah. face now it's like oh you're too you're far gone now you get the face tattoo. Oh, yeah. there you go Hell, so. like, like tattoos in general are becoming yeah. more common yeah, but, exactly but anyway yeah uh, that was a good question well you know what we're out of time and okay. aaron has cocked the gun so it's time for <laughs> oh, us, uh, we gotta we gotta stop this <laughs> all right i'm playing um, but anyways so yeah so if you want to be sure to plug your social media time for uh, shameless uh, plugs and whatnot do, yeah yeah exactly do, do you have anything yeah. upcoming any links yeah absolutely everyone can find all of my stuff at john wayne is mm-hmm. uh, yep. it's got all of the dates that i'll be on the road i'm about to leave for like five six weeks in a row i think i'm, I'm pr- pretty much on the road until december straight so nice. if i'm coming to your city like hit me up and we'll like mm-hmm. have some beers and stuff uh oh definitely uh, yeah. all my day we'll collaborate. um i have like a i have a shop on there so you can buy all my books on there but my books are everywhere amazon bars and all that stuff you can get books but if you buy them for me i'll sign them and send you like extra stuff and all those goodies uh but uh check out my podcast every monday called john wayne lied to you mm-hmm. um every thursday another one called vital social issues and stuff with chris and john wayne uh check out my patreon patreon.com slash john wayne is dead i also do a podcast on there every wednesday called the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast where i, <laughs> where I talk to uh, yeah i talk to i talk to the artists uh 
from around the country that I meet. Like, so a lot of them are recorded in my hotel rooms. That's awesome. Um, nice. And some of them are, you know, we, we'll do Skype or whatever when we can, but like, that's like, I just did my 79th episode of that. These all come out weekly. Nice. So cool. these are all okay. ways to check me out. And, uh, Hopefully we can definitely collaborate yes. and meet up because we're journeys. We're about to take things back on the road and do some conventions. Yeah. So we're going to be doing Sweet. like podcasting and everything from the area and from wherever we're at some yeah. events and streaming. So maybe we can get together and get something going. And so. uh, I will have your link down in the de the de description but if you want to send me an email with all the other ones if you want and i'll put those yeah. on there yeah, we'll absolutely so. but, uh, hey it was awesome yeah. chatting with you i've had so, yeah, yes. yeah. Blast. glad we met up oh, at yeah. the at the convention yeah. it was awesome no. so yeah thank you guys thank so you. much i appreciate the support and thanks for asking me to be on the show of course no problem. Problem. we've had a blast you've been you've amazing been such entertaining and you'll yeah, be, yes, and, for sure you'll be back in the future definitely oh yeah, yeah uh, anytime yeah whenever the book comes out yes. yeah we'll keep up with it yes. we'll, we'll have you back on if you want to come back on so absolutely yeah. definitely absolutely well hey it was great so indeed and we'll uh you. for our camera all like all like all of our links are down below twitter and, and instagram all the podcast links audio only because obviously you're on the video now or down below as well yeah, thank you, John, for 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 for, for joining. And yep. uh, see you got it, man. Yeah, we'll see you.